Hello and welcome back to another episode of Set Apart Style Podcast. I'm Nash Amber and thank you so much for listening in. Today I've got a very special episode for you. It's myself, my husband, my bro and my sister, my sister-in-law to be. And we're just having a very, very um, good wide discussion just around the ladies in church roughly around the 28 mark older looking to be married slightly maybe more mature than others in christ you know you've been serving the lord and you're just a bit like where is my boaz where is my husband i've been serving the lord i expected to be married by now and i'm not so what is going on this is a conversation that we are having hopefully encourages you um have a listen and i'd love to hear your thoughts Right, let's go, Mims. Okay, no, so I just wanted to talk about <laughs> the issue of dating. I mean, the issue, the topic of dating. Because I'm finding that I have quite a few friends that haven't dated um, and they've been walking with the Lord. They've been really doing what the church has asked of them, culturally what's asked of them. So they have not been going for coffees even. They've not actually been in relationships. <laughs> Wait, what do you so mean? So there's no man. So, so, so yeah, so they haven't dated. There's no Where's man. Boaz? They, they, there's no Boaz, you know. And then they're now at a certain age. And I've seen like examples where getting into your first relationship at a certain age and the heartbreak, the mistakes and the things that come with that and then when i think about like my other friends so typically white friends or white christians i know and how they approach dating Mm -hmm. and how they've grown in that area in terms of emotional intelligence and all of that stuff so yeah i just want to have that conversation in terms of are we robbing them of the experience yeah by by not dating and by being told like yeah you can't have a boyfriend rather than actually being told the principles of how to do it in a godly way mm-hmm. i just want to hear where you guys are with that because it's something that i've had an opinion but it's constantly changing so just a question so clarify what you mean so are you saying learning the principles from parents teaching them to say okay if you are if your daughter and obviously a guy now approaches you these are the things you should be looking at for are you talking from that perspective or are you saying learning the principles from trial and error are you being in a relationship yeah, with a boyfriend yeah a, a, a bit of both oh. so like the actual practical of being able to handle men approaching you what do you do when a guy is interested in you not necessarily from a this is what you should do but actually experiencing that because i know some yeah i know some women in the church who cannot even tolerate the idea so it doesn't happen for them until they get to a certain age where it's like ah where's husband Mm -hmm. but they have never actually responded back to a guy that said hello (laughs) 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 they've they've given oh bless you brother when (laughs) when when he's trying he's trying to ask you out Mm -hmm. or yeah or they've kind of taken the view that i'm not allowed to date so I'm not going to do this where they're 25 years old and <laughs> mm-hmm. in two years' time, they're ready for marriage or they want to be, they have a mm-hmm. desire to be married. Mm. I think, I think like, from what you're saying, I don't think necessarily people have to do trial and error, i.e. getting in a relationship, in and out of a relationship and stuff like that. But I do think you get experience just from 
having even male friendships, I would say. I think <coughs> some Christian women don't even have, know how to have male friends. They're just awkward. I don't know what you guys would say. But how do they have male friends? And what, what, the, how, what does that look like? Yeah, some 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 Christian ladies, male friends don't ex- they don't have it like that. They just kind of roll with the lady, go to women's conferences, yeah. hear about what men are like. Wait, Miriam, you're laughing. Hear about what men are like from women at a women's conference. These are the things that make a man tick. No, honestly. And so they're all talking from a like it's all hypothetical, it's all theory based. So there's no place to practice. There's no place to yeah. practice because I always like, for example, I went to a mixed school, a mixed secondary school. Even things like that, not going to an all girls school for me personally, it just taught me how to function around boys. Yeah, you can't just be every day like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Like no, like be normal, be okay. <laughs> But you do see, I found, even growing up, girls that went to all girls school and they see a boy, it's like, a boy! Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I feel like stuff like that doesn't help. So sometimes I think that approach of hiding and shielding females away from male relationships in terms of friendships even, I don't think it's healthy because that doesn't even, it doesn't even reflect the truth, like the, the, tr- the truth of our society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because society is not all women. So you can't just be rolling with just women for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Same way society is not just all black people. So you can't just have huddles of black people and black communities for the rest. You need to know how to be diverse. Mm-hmm. That's in a, in a sense. Because I think even just from a friendship point of view, you pick up how guys are. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you don't have male friends, get some male friends. Go on. Because I was going to say, I think with a friendship point of view, it's a bit difficult. I understand mm-hmm. like the logic to it. Yeah. Because obviously having interaction with the opposite sex like that definitely allows you to pick up mannerisms yeah. and different common characteristics. But I think when now you're in a relationship, I think it takes it to another level in the sense that now when vulnerability is involved yeah. and now you're picking up things that are maybe red flags <laughs> or things that are good, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily going to pick that up in a friend because your level of friendship That's is not going to get to that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think... Okay. Having a friend, I think probably the, the closest thing to helping us out would be, yeah, friendship, I'll probably say, would be a good place to look at. Mm. But it's also difficult to so now. What, so if you have a daughter, you're going to let your daughter just be dating to get used to men? No. But then but what I'm saying is, no, what I'm saying is, I'm agreeing with what you're saying in terms of, I think having the male friendships yeah. as a daughter or yeah. as a son having a female friendship yeah. definitely helps and I think yeah, definitely, yeah. the safest way yeah. to prepare us I would say probably would be that way because if you do go down the dating route yeah. not only okay one way it can be you're getting so called experience but then you could possibly be getting hurt in yes. a way that you've never been hurt before yeah. which now changes your perspective completely yeah. about the opposite sex but relationships do you, but do you know what that hurt does when you're 18, mm. as opposed to what it does when you're now 28 and it's your first guy. But maybe we should backpedal a bit mm. and define this dating thing. Because mm. I think that's probably <laughs> going to need some some healthy foundation. So <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like, because obviously there's, there's, yeah. there's dating, like, I'm up on Tinder, like, just... No, no, no. Swipe, <laughs> swipe. There's that. <laughs> and then there's obviously a, a completely other end of the scale where it's like, you hardly engage in any sort of relationship at all on that yeah. level yeah. unless it's something that you think, yeah, this is something that could lead to um, marriage. So there's yeah. everything that could happen in between. So I guess, yeah, how we, how would we define so, And I guess if we're saying, if we're agreeing with the principle of dating, how would we define that, that dating to look like? 
So I would say if we're going on the principle of yes, we're we're not doing any physical contact, of course, mm. um, and we're just trying to like get to learn and know each other. Mm. So <laughs> learn each other's characteristics and so on and learn your friendship. Exclusively, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. It's a brilliant question, though. Because yeah. <laughs> some sisters have complaints about this. Yeah, yeah. some know? sisters have complaints. Like, yes, guys, that's so a real issue. Yeah. When we're not in courtship, yeah. so I can go out with sister so-and-so on yeah. Monday, sister so-and-so on Wednesday. I'm weighing up my options. Mm. Yeah. Is that is that okay? Brother Gus. Brother Gus, is that okay? <laughs> For me, I personally, I would... That's not in my way of doing things. So I can't really ask that. Like, I didn't even thought about to it. those people who think that's okay. Because, yeah, I've never actually thought about that. It was I'm, an option. You didn't take it. For me, I've always been like, okay, this person I'm interested in, that's solely my so focus. focus on that person. For me, it's never been a case of, uh, okay, this one and this is okay, one. but let me see and we have an option with this one. I just think... You have to show a level of commitment, yeah. a safe commitment in terms of that friendship. And you, you can't do it if your eyes are somewhere else. So you know what the <laughs> thing is, yeah? So on the flip side, I'll confess, there was a point when I had somewhat did something like that. And I got in trouble with my sister because of it. Like she <laughs> she actually pulled me up yeah. because she heard me speaking to one lady one day and then another lady another day. And she's obviously hearing the different names and she's telling me you can't do that. Yeah. And so, so I get it, and but I, I guess from the from a male perspective in general, from for the guys that maybe have, I'm not saying I was the most extreme on that, um, and I was telling this one I love her deeply and I want to marry her, and telling that one the same thing. I'm not talking about that, yeah. but I'm talking about like at a stage where you have female relationships, and there's potential, <laughs> like you're yeah. you're you're assessing where may you potentially invest. Yeah. So I I get it to an extent, but then at the same time I know that there's also other brothers that. Yeah, you know, well, this they, is another they're, they're thing actually well. putting a little bit of money into this one and a little bit of money there <laughs> and saying that they're, they're not tied down. So, my view of dating as a Christian has come from watching white Christians do dating, mm. and that's like even from a young age, mm-hmm. like really and truly, Sarah and Ben are allowed to date from age 16, mm. and everything is it's accountable, mm. and they. Can they, hang out. they hang out. It's it's a friendship. Yeah. But it's it's got that exclusivity. Yeah. Um and they're literally friends. They hang out at their parents' house. They the parents are there. Yeah. If they're going somewhere, they're dropped off, they're mm-hmm. picked up. Mm-hmm. These those like safety nets and those guidelines mm-hmm. that are put in place. Mm-hmm. Um and there's also open communication mm-hmm. with the parents mm-hmm. in terms of what are you doing, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um and that protects that protects them um and yeah so i've seen that side of things and i've seen how that can be held in i remember when i was younger that's all i ever wanted (laughs) 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 but honestly i think at age 21 going to tell my parents about a boyfriend i felt like i'd done the worst crime (laughs) 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 <laughs> there was bearing in mind by that age my mom had had me <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so I think oh, how they forget <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's what I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about dating it's mm. literally the that exclusive pure, pure friendship exclusively with someone mm. and with white Christians I've seen it done even from an early age mm. where 
yeah, marriage is an option, but they're not thinking about that mm. only. Mm. It's just that they're interested in each other. Mm. So I don't, yeah. So I, I, then, when I'm thinking about like what I want for when I'm thinking about the younger generation, and I'm like, I don't want to necessarily adopt the older generation or our, our parents' view of you shall not date, you shall not talk to a boy. But on the other hand, it's quite difficult to adopt this white Christians or this more liberal yeah. view of yeah. you can date at 16 or have a little boyfriend at age 16. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah like group dates like that type of relationship so i feel like maybe at a certain age that really needs to be encouraged mm. and yeah. i don't know if it's exclusively an age thing or it also depends on like on, on the on the on the person so like when i'm thinking about the girl child there are girls that should be encouraged to talk to boys because yeah they will struggle with that, like what Nash was saying. Like, and then there's some that you really need to keep an eye on them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, take it, it depends on the maturity level of each person, each child, yeah. each young sister, each young cousin. Because like you're saying, some people are already just, they're very left. Like they know too much too soon. So it's almost like, well, let's slow down. Yeah. But then you have some people, it's like you don't even know how to respond to someone saying hello to you. Yeah. Or saying, oh, I like your t-shirt. He's not, he's not actually trying to like move to you. He just <laughs> likes your t-shirt. Um, but people don't know how to respond to that. And you think, oh, I think he was flirting with me because he, he, he said it to me only in a mm-hmm. whole room of people. And it's like, mate, your t-shirt is nice. Yeah, but yeah. I think like what you're saying, the whole encouraging from a young, not a young age, but from a certain age slash certain maturity level, um, people to hang out in groups, to do yeah. like yeah. young, like when we were growing up, we had young fellowships. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That naturally did mean you're spending a lot of time with young people, guys and girls mixed. So yeah, naturally, you're people, learning about, you're learning sex, about the yeah, other yeah, sex. Yeah, there are some, yeah, some yeah. feelings come up. And then you start to realise, I only like him when he makes these kind of jokes, but I don't like him any other time. Yeah, that's yeah. not for me. You start mm-hmm. to realise that just because you're like an element of a person doesn't mean that's your husband. Mm-hmm. But you only learn, I think, the more you do tend to, you can actually feel something to take back to God or mm-hmm. take back to your mentors or your parents to be like, I really feel this way towards this person. And they'll give you the wisdom of, let's wait three months. We still mm. feel that way, we'll, we'll pursue it further. Mm. As opposed to, when you don't, you're just talking, when you're just talking, princess, <laughs> hey. When you're just talking to your friends who are in the same age bracket mm-hmm. as you, they can't give you good advice, for example, um, in those kind of situations. But I think that it is like going back to the point you mentioned about when you're 18, it's very different to when you're 28. Of course. Mm-hmm. I do agree. And I almost feel like, ah, 28 and going through your first heartbreak is very rough. But in, I, I wonder, even with those situations, like, what was your experience in school like? What do you mean? As in for, like, like, for somebody, somebody in that situation? Because, like, when I think about it, even before Christ, yeah, I, I, went, I went to middle school, primary and secondary. Yeah. And so I had female friends. Mm-hmm. And I think I learned and I obviously grew up around women as well, my mum and my sister, and then also extended family, cousins, aunts, all of that kind of stuff. So I feel like even in the space of school alone, I feel like there's a certain level of understanding that I have about the other sex. I feel like you have to also be like, I don't know, you have to think in a particular way because if you went to an all-girls school and then you you might be like a PK, yeah. which is in another another layer of yeah. like scrutiny and different lifestyle, yeah. 
you literally go to school, get picked up, you're going to Bible study. Mm. You're they're scrutinizing who you talk to, how you talk. So it's not as liberal and as free as maybe some of us had it where you can have male friends from school and stuff like that. It's not like that. Mm. Like even mm. for me growing up in school, I didn't really have male friends like that. Obviously I had people in my school mm. and it's cool, but I didn't hang out with male friends. It's only when I got got a bit older that I actively was like, Oh, I'm gonna be friends but with these people. But I had brothers, so I got used to Whereas how brothers operate. Whereas we had a lot of group stuff. Because yeah. it wouldn't necessarily be that yeah, I'm like, all right, but I'm going to go to Melanie's house. Or yeah, but you hang out in groups. But because we mm. operated in groups, male and female, I think it created a space for everybody. And no, no, no one sat there and formally said, okay, we're going to learn about the other sex. Mm. But yeah. naturally, yeah. Like, yeah. in those yeah. circles, you, you just learn. You pick yeah. up. There's little things that are unsaid that you identify, trends, patterns that you see, okay, she does it, she does yeah. it, she does it, he doesn't. Okay, maybe there's a there's something to be learned about the other sex from that. Yeah. Um, but that but that's that's also looking now in hindsight twenty twenty vision. No, for real. But for talking to people who are our age mates. Now. Right now. You need those circles. And I think I think there is a space for like let's even put that in your How do you make that circle work now? Because we're not young anymore. So yeah, so you're not in we're school just anymore, chilling right? in people's houses. We're not in school anymore, but I think kind of like what we were speaking about before we started recording about the importance of people opening up their homes. Mm. Like when somebody opens up their home, like right now, technically, even okay, cool, we may be two couples in this house right now. Mm. But broadly speaking, if this house was open, <laughs> if this op- if this house was opened wider, hashtag I'm not gonna say it, but if it was opened <laughs> wider, um, then then there would be room and opportunity for guys and girls to learn a bit more about the other sex in a non romantic way as well. Like mm-hmm. a guy may be in a room with other females and he may think, Oh, she's pretty, like or I might be interested in that one. But regardless of what he's thinking or feeling, he's in a situation where he can organically pick up and be educated himself about yeah. females and stuff like yeah. that as well. Um okay. so I agree with that. So what happens with when it's a mindset thing mm. where you have because for me, my, like my heart goes out to the sisters that have been trying to do right, the right thing. Yeah, no, that's where they're isn't. feeling like it hasn't paid off. Being yeah. a good girl, in the sense of what is expected of yeah. you within church culture, has not paid off. Yeah, those girls that were seen around talking to boys, they're married now. It's true. They're like on their second <laughs> yeah. child now, and you're still single in thirty-five, yeah. and your desire is to be married, yeah. and you're like, at this stage, you don't have the mindset that allows you to be out there mm. and you're almost like you've you've re- you've reserved yourself not only in in all senses yeah so to even be talking to brothers at this stage i think those women even struggle with coming to acceptance that i desire marriage yeah because they've I'm never no been the first pick and yeah because they've never right. actually been like Oh, I like a boy because you were yeah. never allowed to like a boy. True, yeah. While some of us were like, I like a boy, <laughs> they were like, Oh, you can't say that. Mm. That's not pure. So, if to come from that mentality mm. to now even accepting that and even to be able to take that to God, because I mm. feel like it's also an area where some women, they don't even, God is not even coming into that yeah. situation yeah. because they've kind of just been like, this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is what's expected of mm. me. Mm-hmm. So how do you now come out and you're now able to cultivate these relationships when this guy's like, hi? <laughs> I think mm. it's really good if you're that single person who is, I don't know, beyond 20 or whatever, single and stuff, 
I think really talk to your married friends. Yeah. Because if you talk to your married friends, they'll put your they'll iron you out. Mm-hmm. They'll put you on a straight and narrow path and say, listen, sis, this, 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 that, that, that. Because I think if you're thirty five and you're 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 still kind of struggling to know how do I approach this, how to approach that, the people, the friends around you who are already married. They know the deal. They must know something because they, they, made, they made it across the line. They made it across the line. <laughs> so I feel like they'll be able to encourage you. So even if you are being too like, oh no, but I don't know. Like he, he asked me out, but I don't think I should go because the Holy Spirit hasn't told me yes yet. Yes. The married woman will tell you, your married sister will be like my friend. <laughs> go and discern face to face. As opposed to just discerning in your chambers. <laughs> waiting for the word of the Lord in the burning bush. Do you understand? They'll tell you kind of thing. Because I think when your mindset is is in a particular place, it takes the word of God for your mind to be renewed. And I also think fellowship settings, having those godly conversations will help you to realise that no, desiring to be married is not impure. Mm, it's yeah. what you do with that desire. Yeah. If you now start putting yourself everywhere, nah. But you can just, you can desire, you can find a man attractive and be like, yeah. wow, the way he, he you know worships God, I love that. Mm-hmm. But it's how you admire somebody without becoming, oh, I need to have his babies. Like <laughs> and that kind of thing. And where does this whole <laughs> Where does this whole thing come from? Like the people that are actually teaching and encouraging people that you cannot speak to boys, you cannot, like you should not mingle with him unless he's like. Who are the people that are saying this stuff? And what? Is, what? I mean, you don't need to name them. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying Mom? that generally speaking, because sometimes I think. There are certain things that, like, it's so easy to come up with this great sounding idea of, yeah, these are the five steps to doing it, this is how you should do it. But yeah. how did you do it? Yeah. Like, if, if you are married as well, by the way, like, what was that journey like for you? Was this yeah. your one boyfriend? Yeah. Was this your one girlfriend? And how did you learn about that? What was your background like? Because I feel like, and this annoys me sometimes, I feel mm-hmm. like we sometimes really do good with all of these five steps and these ten principles, but the actual practice... Like, we haven't yeah. even lived out ourselves. Your previous difference to your yeah. process. And I get it that sometimes you can make bad decisions and on the back of that you want to give better teaching to the next people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just make sure your teaching is qualified and not just based on theory and based on man-made ideas that yeah. have nothing to do with scripture or yeah. even the principles of the kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we have to, like, male and female, you have to interact in yeah. some sort yeah. of way, shape or form. And no one's saying that we need to do it in the most reckless way or follow the world's patterns and just say, okay, let's make a Christian Tinder. But <laughs> like, at the same time, like, yeah, man, it doesn't always have to be so intense. Because even like from a male and female point of view, I feel like <laughs> not every male and female interaction is going to lead to marriage. Definitely. Some men may speak to a woman and may have some level of interest. And over time, may say, you know what? My sister, <laughs> and that's where it starts, isn't yeah. it? My sister, I think you're an amazing wow. woman. From the name to my, <laughs> my sister, I think. Wow. sister. But, but I think, you know, and, and, and there's more, excuse me, it's my daughter. There's ways, <laughs> there's ways that those things can end, I believe, in a way that is godly and that isn't so messy. Mm. But sometimes it will be messy. Yeah. yeah. And I think we have to make allowance for that as well. I'm not saying to try and force it to be repeated. But naturally, like, sometimes you, when you put your hand on a hot oven and you get burned, it teaches you. Yeah. It's a learning opportunity. And we want to minimize the damage as much as we can. <laughs> I'm not saying burn yourself, but... And I think it, it takes a lot of humility yeah. um, and a 
really dealing with pride. Yeah. Um, as a twenty-nine-year-old woman going through her first heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. Or going through the first guy she likes to actually be speaking to your sisters, the married sisters, mm-hmm. and be like, "What does it mean when he does this?" What mm. like and seeking that wisdom. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because, I mean, I've had conversations with sisters that are older than me going through relationships, situationships with men. And that's when I realized that, oh, wow, there's a lot of emotional intelligence that we don't get unless we are in those relationships. Because yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, I didn't even think that guys, like, ha- were sensitive. Yeah. Or, like, they, 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 they had this, like, nature where... you they get hurt. Mm. I was just like, men are men, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until you start to be in relationship with yeah. them and those are some of some of the friendships, um, and some it's actual relationships, that's when you uncover that, oh, okay. Mm. These are the sensitivity. They also I think for men also like the vulnerability with women is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And probably something you learn in relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I was saying earlier why I think it's difficult to to see the difference in those two areas where that vulnerability that we're, that you're talking about only will, for a man anyway will only come out in that relationship because again your type of friendship is different you're not necessarily going to be vulnerable to your friend who's your sister yeah. and and go away with it because again you're having information that now you don't know what to do with it or deal with it and I think and you're guarding your heart at the same time so I definitely think that it's a challenge because I think from a male perspective yeah. I know that I've been in experiences where you're genuinely just having a genuine brother and sister relationship but because the relationship is um, organic and new and maybe the sister has never had a relationship like that before. Yeah. Now they're thinking... Well, oh, has had that right. <laughs> so now you as a guy, you're thinking, okay, what have I done wrong to... me laid back in your field. Yeah, what have I done wrong to make this relationship go left or right? And you're really trying to set your boundaries. And so I think there's different branches to the root of this. I think maturity plays a part. Yeah. Where you're at plays a part. Mm-hmm. Um, about yourself, like how you feel about the situations of a relationship, um, what you're being taught plays a part, like what you're, what you're sharing here, Miriam, just about, like, others are taught, literally, you can't do this, you can't do that. Mm. And others are like, yeah, anything goes. So I think there's a lot of different branches and it's difficult to kind of find the root. So. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder if, like the example you mentioned in the beginning of the, the white young Christians that you see, mm. like, I wonder if that... The way that they're so liberal about it is what makes or what takes away at times i'm not saying it always goes perfectly but it takes away the pressure that sometimes leads to some of the stickiest situations for those who are like no you can't do you can't do you can't do this all of a sudden you can do mm-hmm. you know so it's like the people who <laughs> yeah. who either in their parents houses they know that there's all these rules and then they go to uni where they've got their own home now and no one's there watching they go wild and so i wonder if like where yeah I wonder if that plays into it as well because when you've known something to be sin 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 for so long (laughs) and then now you're in a situation where it's like okay for the first time I'm about to practice this thing I don't want to step on the red line 
I'm staring yeah. at the red line. No matter how much I think about anything, I'm sta- the red line is all I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. Because it's like, well, you, can't, you can't even engage with a guy yeah. without thinking, oh, I don't want to end up in his bedroom. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that's really how it is. The mind is it's, like, it's just a wrong focus. Whereas if you've had like some sort of, and I don't know what those experiences are like, but if you've had some sort of safe experiences mm. where you're able to be around guys in general, then when you are around a guy who's expressing interest, yeah. it's not like so extremely abnormal or weird. Right. Or it's not always going to lead to you falling into his bedroom and looking yeah. back with regret. Or you falling deeply in love yeah. after hello. Yeah. When, yeah. <laughs> when he's just like trying to get to know you. And yeah, yeah. before you know it, you're already like writing your surname and picking your dress. <laughs> and I also think it's just it's good as well. Yes, princess. That's it. She's sharing mm-hmm. a contribution. Thank you, darling. <laughs> I also think that um, it's it, it's good if you can try and like educate yourself on emotional intelligence as a whole. I think some of us get it through experiences by force, like you learn, like okay, I've cried my tears now. Now it's time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whereas some people you can learn from. You know, the whole you can learn from the mistakes of others yeah. through books. Yeah. Through nowadays the YouTube and the people that are more than happy to tell you why they're divorced. <laughs> more than happy <laughs> to tell you why their third and fourth marriage didn't work out. You can hear the heart and hear where they went too quickly and to this and to that. So I think like be willing to if you feel like you don't have an experience, you feel like we live in a day and age that even if you haven't first had experienced something, you can you can experience slash understand how it could feel if you hear somebody else's story, somebody yeah. else's testimony. Yeah. And I think don't be afraid to kind of look at some of those things to be like, oh, wow, is that how it can develop? Or, oh, it doesn't have to be that deep. Yeah. It just kind of frames your mind and helps you to renew your mind yeah. where you are a bit too, um, I don't know, like scared. Because I think mm. some of it comes from fear more than anything yeah. else. And you have to remember in Christ, He's not given us a spirit of fear, power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. He's given us freedom. We're supposed to live life more yeah. abundantly. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, it's like, enjoy your life. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And people like that don't tend to enjoy their they life. They don't. Because yeah. they're just like, I'm here, I'm 35, and no guy even looks at me. And then what? And I'm... they've gone through their younger years like that as well. Yeah. Where yeah. some of us were like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be having life. a party. Let me go. <laughs> 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 I also feel like sometimes it it kind of creates if it wasn't already that insecurity because now you're 30 or 28 or 29 you've never had anybody like take you out you've never, you start to feel like is it me there's something wrong with me mm-hmm. and the enemy will play on that a lot and make some people feel um like there's something wrong with them there probably isn't yeah. but then i feel like you know when you now start to project mm. because you're insecure because you feel like maybe i'm not as beautiful as the rest of the ladies in this room when a guy does come to talk to you you're like he surely he's not talking to me mm. it's not possible mm. no maybe he just wants the time mm. you know so when he, when he is trying to be like oh what's the time as though he hasn't the throne he hasn't got a phone in his own hand you're there like that's all he wanted and they're not seeing beyond the, the scenario um because I've, I've seen that as well where women are very they're just not confident. Even in Christ, they lack the confidence to kind of, like, just be, like, confident as a single woman. Mm. Yeah. Or they come to settle. That's the other trend. To settle, yeah. Yeah, where it's like... 
Really? Thank you so much, darling. Thank you, Princess K. We love what you're, you're contributing. Yeah, so with some way, they literally get to the point of compromise away and settling where because you haven't had guys speaking to you and approaching you and sometimes it's literally because you're not seeing it mm. um that the first guy that pays your attention mm-hmm. he has to be the one easy way that, yeah and then you don't look at the red flags um you don't look at some of the things that are staring you in the face in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. where this really should not be the guy you you should be interacting with yeah. and you don't even take it to prayer there's some way you're just like thank you god <laughs> this <is> my husband <laughs> prayer for what? I think one of the other things I think about as well is like what these to the hey that's right that's right that's right. Good She's one. here for conversation. But yeah, where do these? What do these people do outside of their church meetings? Because no, like I'm not. I'm being funny. No, legit. Do they not have a job? No, but even because you don't work in environments where it's all females typically do. I know they may. But you're working in all white. Yeah, but you're working in all white environments. So there's no professional setting. You don't actually have the. It's very. The relationships are not deep. Okay, but, but you do have the opportunity to, to interact, interact with the other sex no, the other on sex. some level. So even though it's but, not so that you know that relational kind of yeah, but they're not gonna. It's very rare. I'm like in my whole career, no guy has come and like approached me. No, no but yeah, but that's, that's what we're saying. That's what we're talking about. It's, it's not normalizing that. Approach. We're saying that it's more of the just interaction to understand. Okay, well, this is how the opposite sex are and this is how they behave yeah, for example that's fine. I want to know how to res- respond how to be when wait, he likes me but, when you, but before you get to that yeah, but <laughs> even being able to normalise the male and female interactions when the guy who sits opposite you says oh I'm heading to the kitchen to get coffee do you want one yeah. like you know that for example he's just being that's just Luke he's not trying, trying to marry you. like yeah. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying like I'm being able to take those but principles I think, there but that's normal. a work culture thing I think where Luke is. makes tea for everyone <laughs> but I think where it gets a bit like ooh, for some ladies which I can understand as well for a particular place is in the church settings mm-hmm. when you're now dealing with somebody who believes the same as you he believes in Jesus so that's where it gets a bit sticky because so, Luke's I'm saved he's not even he's not 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 he's even with that yeah yeah like work on projects that are cross-gender like for example if you join the worship team mm. not all worship teams are going to be all male or all female yeah. but that's assuming you that you go to a church that church. has men like i was at a yeah. church where yeah. there was one guy <laughs> There's Christian dating. The one yeah. guy that you're engaged to. Yeah. And you know what? No, but you know what? Okay, so here's the one guy that you're engaged to. Do you know what? Yeah, no, but saying that, but this is where I think the parachurch organizations are so important. Because, yeah, and by parachurch, I'm speaking about the Christian organizations that are mm-hmm. not considered as churches, yeah. but are for the people of God. Yeah. Because they will have events, they will have things that they do that create spaces where men and female can mix and can interact. And there may be projects, it might be a, it might not even be the deepest thing, it might just be, oh yeah, we're going out to Orton Towers, yeah. for example, to yeah. the theme park. 
Um, mm. But even those kinds of things, if you know you don't have enough guys within your own community gotcha. to do this thing normally, then look out for all of these these parish organizations. Church groups that yeah. are going Ocean Towers because then you're like, a lot of what we do is very serious. Do you know what? Yeah, we're like, we're at the David's tent table, we're at watch night. But you know what? No, but you know what? There's something. And there's no time about. to be talking to man whilst I'm in the spirit. Listen. Exactly. No, but there's something. No, but this is it. Only. Listen, there is something to be said about that there should be more of it there should mm. be more of okay we're just gonna go and have a barbecue mm. like okay we're just gonna go here and i think mm. that's what happens in your organic friendships and this yeah. is where a whole other conversation and another branch in augustus yeah. words comes up <laughs> yeah. but in your organic friendship circles mm. if you are in christian circles typically you will do things mm. you will have days where you yeah, just say yeah we're all going days. we're all just gonna go and hang out at so-and-so's house yeah we're all just mm. gonna go and head out to the park oh we're having a barbecue that happens in your friendship circles but when you're talking about in the structured, organized, traditional, modern <laughs> perspectives we have of church, Come on, that doesn't always happen. Because yeah. I remember when I was younger, like long before I was saved, I remember being like 10 years old. And I remember actually it was a thing for churches in my area where they would have things they did in the summer, where they would take yeah, young same. people away to yeah. the theme park. So that's when we went. Yeah, same. I, I had that they as had well. like Soul Survivor. And, yeah, we and, went to some, and we had like a city invasion where we'd Literally. like go volunteer and clean up the city. Yeah. Whole day. I even I'm remember there was a white guy I liked. Yeah. And like I spent the day cleaning walls in yeah, the city with him. Literally. And doing prophetic yeah. walls. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you literally got to do the, maybe the things that people consider not as spiritual, but it's the normal everyday things, things. of life yeah. with the other set. Yeah, I was like, to interact. Like, okay, mm-hmm. cool, we went to a theme park. Okay, we went go-karting. Yeah. Okay, do you get what I'm saying? Like the little yeah. normal things. And I think those are the spaces we need more of to the point that you made yeah, as well. And I think we, need, yeah, more of we need more of that in this setting now for the mature, older. Yeah. yeah. Because that's where people can organically meet people and stuff. And that's not happening as much. But maybe it's that's... Very, it's very but segment. where maybe I've seen things why. try... Because I think... It's one thing to have those things yeah. and just have them be organic meetups. Mm. What I've seen being done has been like Christian single meetups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that doesn't yeah, work yeah. for everyone. Which is, which can be intense for some which people. Which can be very intense. Because then it's like, well, <laughs> David comes over and it's like, hi, um, I want two children. <laughs> I want a house <laughs> with a lawn. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's where we get that whole intense thing again. And maybe yeah. that's the problem, is that we're going serious? back to that whole structure thing that necessarily wasn't that wasn't necessarily a, a God thing. Yeah. But like it's just the organic relationships, you yeah. know. Like it's just organic relationships. That's where it really does happen. Mm-hmm. Open up your homes. Mm-hmm. Like, so what happens to people that don't have those communities. Those communities. No, that's yeah. a good question. Because I'm like, if you're coming from a very small town, inbox us. We're ready. We're ready to receive. That's true. That that's that is actually internet. true. You can find some. That's yeah. true. Yeah. If people got the time to be adding Pursuit. Twitters and Instagram. Mm-hmm. You've got the time to Pursuit. search. But but a lot of the times. I mean, I would say, like, there's a lot more of those things in terms of, like, women's ministry. Mm. So, it, I think it, you can source out sisterhood. Yeah. But to find an organization... Place where you can have... Where you can... Mix. Yeah, and for you to even express that to a friend. Yeah. How, as a junior pastor, as a youth leader, yeah. Sister Mary, are you going to say to your friends, Ha, where do we go and meet your boys? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't sound proper. Even though I can understand it, <laughs> but I can understand it in, the, in a normal... Um, setting that doesn't sound good. It sounds mm. like the focus is off. Why are you f- and also like sis, you should be pursued, which is 
something we all believe in in this room. Like, yeah. We all believe you should, the woman should be pursued and stuff. But it can come across as though you're being needy mm. as opposed to, yeah. But you position yourself, in it? How? Like, and listen, <laughs> Ruth found the field that she needed to go to. <laughs> no, no, and I'm true. saying, yeah. this is what I'm saying out of that, because I think it's the same principle, but like, if you don't have that, if you search for 10 minutes on the internet, you will find Christian organisations yeah. that don't define themselves as churches. RTB is one of them, Reason to Behold. Set Come Apart on. is another st- Set Apart style, Reason to Behold. Come on. And there are many, many more. I think, um, what are the ones, what's... Um, Coffee and Prayer. Coffee and Prayer. 412, 412 Men. men yeah. Like, And this is just in the UK we're talking now. Like, yeah. if you go worldwide, there's so yeah. many different organisations yeah. where people are not calling you together to join their church, mm-hmm. but they create spaces and opportunities where, even if it's not what they built it for, it allows male and female to interact in an organic way. Mm-hmm. Just get involved. like, And sometimes it's even in choosing to serve somewhere. Like, I know it might mm-hmm. sound like really deep, but if you volunteer to help out in a particular environment, mm-hmm. you don't know who you're going to meet. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes, if I'm really honest, sometimes, what, what happened with Ruth? Ruth went to work. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She yeah, literally she put herself forward. She went to work, and so and so we know the end is mm-hmm. that man like Boa said, "You're coming home with me." Yeah. <laughs> like, still the deal. That's how it happened. Yeah. And I think that because we're so like, yeah, I got a lot to say. Come on, tell us. <laughs> because we're so focused sometimes, I think on these <laughs> these things that weren't necessarily. Left because right I know what he's gonna say. <laughs> 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 let's just chill out look at the bible practice the principles and just yeah. be normal like yeah. find spaces to just be normal yeah. find spaces where you can just because naturally like i said this that was just one example these yeah. parachurch organizations mm-hmm. chances are you're going to meet other christians mm-hmm. chances are there may be some people who are serious about god yeah like and don't go just with that intention but the thing is you meet people and the thing is not every person that you meet of the opposite sex will be your husband or will be your wife but you may develop great friendships there yeah do you get what i'm saying and which you, you may meet people well. yeah which you can learn from you may meet people who will introduce you to other people yeah. or someone who now says oh yeah it's my birthday next week come along because even when you look at us mm. how did we meet yeah. Yeah. mutual yeah. friends Friend, who yeah. so happened to be getting married at the time yeah nobody organized for us to say okay you people need to meet and hang out or anything we just met in that environment where mm. we were serving as part of their bridal party mm. and then we exchanged enough information at the time to be able to continue and build a friendship thereafter mm-hmm. and hey. years down the line here we are this is where we are. <laughs> baby one. <laughs> but yeah. it happens like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, there's just, we need more of those organic spaces. And I think, I think also, um, just adding to what you're saying, babe, I feel like the women, sisters, who are listening to this. Hey, sis, it's Nash again. Hi, hi. <laughs> um, don't be afraid to bring your heart to God where we have felt disappointed and mm-hmm. hurt because yeah. I think sometimes it's hard to move forward if you're dealing with pains and hurts yeah. where you do feel like it's unfair that I've served you for so long mm-hmm. and I expected at least some sort of honouring mm-hmm. and I'm still here by myself mm-hmm. and and also another thing that I've seen from some women um, in the Christian circles is the more they've advanced in their 
accolades in terms of church. Yeah. Like now you're youth pastor, leader. Now you're the this this. It's almost like the it's just creating new 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 things that makes it more difficult to be found in a mm. sense because now That's it's like soft, it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it can be feel really um, it can feel really upsetting and yeah. stuff. So I think not to be afraid to actually take that to God as well. Yeah. To actually reset. To say God, I've been really disappointed, but I'm gonna trust you afresh <laughs> and have faith that you know you will order my steps. Because the Bible talks about the, the footsteps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Mm. And so I think God can order any one of us steps. Like all of our steps were ordered to even be friends and yeah. family. Yeah. So I'm like, God will order your steps. One retreat here. Like, for example, Miriam, I met you yeah. at a retreat how many years ago. Yeah. From our retreat, one day me, I'm like, cousin does come through, you know? Come to church. Come to church, okay? Man came to church. And he didn't come. Did you come to hunt? No, he didn't. He came there. He said, "You know what? I'm pursuing Jesus. This is it. I need to see Jesus. This is it." And then he found. Found his roof. Yeah, right there. So it was almost like that was very organic as well. It's like oh, through friends of friends of friends. So I feel like that whole thing of if we ever went to that retreat, maybe we wouldn't have met each other. Mm. And it's just even I think about the connections. Like, how did I know about that retreat? Because I was a bridesmaid for one of my sisters. Um, weddings mm. people on the bride or everybody on the bridal party went to a particular fellowship I was like me too I should come and visit your fellowship one day <laughs> For a bit, so visiting, it's almost like steps that lead to steps that lead to steps mm-hmm. so I think um, just don't be afraid to follow the steps organically and just be yeah. open to meeting new people because I think in meeting new people you can meet your sister-in-law before you meet your husband yeah, mm. yeah this that is happened it. to me yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm saying she'll put in a good word for you she'll be like I have a brother okay and then you know you're going to fly past references I'm saying obviously literally like fast stream <laughs> <laughs> we're going straight to the, to the table the top table <laughs> we have no questions about her <laughs> character she legit like <laughs> This is it, because it's come through somebody. Else. So and do you know, know what the yeah. thing is? And, and what that know. even helps is it helps to even create an environment where you have marriages that have a better chance of long-term success. Yeah. Because it's not just two people that are randomers who nobody knows from Adam mm-hmm. and nobody can vouch for and say, yeah, I know this person's character. But instead, it's like the whole situation with Ruth. Mm-hmm. Boaz heard about her, yeah. from what I recall. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like there's ways that just through those organic relationships... I just think my my word for the ten next ten years is organic. Those <laughs> <laughs> organic relationships will vouch for But I like what you said, Nash, in terms of um, taking it to God mm. and really addressing the hurt and the disappointment. Mm. Um, because going back to something that I know we've spoken about about where you've been serving the Lord, I feel like sometimes marriage has been put as this. Token. As this token, yeah, yeah, like this is the reward. Yeah. If you serve the Lord in your young years, your mm. reward will be a good, a good godly man, a beautiful marriage, <laughs> couple <laughs> goals. Yeah. And yeah, and and I think there's probably a lot of sisters that are in the place of like hurting because they've believed that messaging yeah. mm-hmm. and that hasn't happened or mm-hmm. they're still waiting for that to happen. And we really have to take that to God mm-hmm. and just allow him to rewire our hearts mm-hmm. to yeah. actually be like, okay, what does your and allow, go back to scripture in terms mm-hmm. of is God really rewarding yeah, you yeah, with yeah. with the a man? Jewish. If that is the reward that God is given, really, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. like I want more. <laughs> 
his inheritance for me cannot just go to your husband. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So if, you, if you guys want environments like that, just tell us and we'll make some things happen. Create those spaces. <laughs> Listen, I vow, on, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's possible. It's, it's a thing that they always say when people are in beautiful marriages, they want to see beautiful marriages. Yeah, that's it. 100%. That's it. So, in conclusion, please just go around the table. What would you like to say to our sisters? 30 plus, 28 plus, single, ready to mingle. What's your encouragement to your, your sister? I would just say, just be confident. If you're in a position where you don't have circles, unfortunately, mm. that you can get good reference from or friendships, be confident and look on social media or the internet, yep. which we vastly have access to. Yeah, mm-hmm. Be confident and just be bold and go. And trust that God will guide your steps mm. through that as well. Mm. And yeah, and just allow things to authentically happen. Mm. Um, again, if you don't have access to that and... Oh, I don't have minutes on my phone. Oh, I don't get internet. <laughs> then look at people you have around you who are in marriages. Ask yeah. them, like what we've been saying. Mm. How has it worked for you? And actually find the practical yeah. reasons. Yeah. Don't listen to the theory. Yeah. Actually find the practical <laughs> reason. Okay, this is how this looks like. And this is what you can actually do. And it's worked and it's yeah. proven. Yeah. And then allow that to be your basis and go from there. Mm. And yeah, that's what I want to say. Um, after all of that, I think <laughs> what I would say is to go back and deal with the inner you and sort out the inner you uh, in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like there, I, I definitely know for some of my friends um, and for sisters I know in Christ, there is some disappointment, some hurt in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think there's some areas where there's some things that God needs to reteach mm. before you, you're even prepared yeah, it, to yeah. allow those male friendships yeah, and yeah. um, so even things like selflessness mm. and like think even just kindness mm, and yeah. there's some sisters who are having issues with kindness and brothers sometimes do not tolerate where sisters can mm. us as your sisters will be compassionate mm-hmm. <laughs> will allow you to be unkind but <laughs> a man coming into your life <laughs> he's not gonna <laughs> yeah he'll be like oh she's very rude that one yeah. so I think yeah so I think I would say take this area to the Lord and to be to be real and genuine and authentic before our Father, and mm. um, yeah. worshiping Him in spirit, worshiping Him in spirit and truth mm. means being vulnerable and actually saying, "This is my desire." If you yeah. if you've never actually said, "I desire to be married," mm. saying that to Him will also allow you to say that to your family and friends, and mm. who knows, maybe they can mm-hmm. <laughs> they they will start to know that this is your desire mm. rather than trying to run away from it whilst grieving on the mm. inside or in your private space mm. so for me i think after you've done the prayers miriam mentioned <laughs> and you've done all of the searching with god to hear and teach you some things just i think just look for those organic opportunities where you can work on projects just for a broad category work on projects with people of the other sex um and i think if that means finding like one of the parachurch, parachurch organizations we spoke about yeah. and just going there to find a way that you can help and support what they're doing, then do it. And I think don't do it with the secret agenda of saying I'm here hunting only for my husband. Do it with an, an honest 
and a selfless serving attitude, mm. knowing that in doing so, you will develop and it will create an opportunity for you to develop some great, like normal relationships. Yes, yeah. And there is the possibility it could lead to either the steps or even the very husband yeah. that you end up marrying. Mm-hmm. So if it's parachurch organizations, if it's your friend's birthday, helping them to organize it, mm-hmm. if it's actually even doing a surprise birthday for one of your brothers or your sister, because look at that as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Organizing a surprise birthday for one of your brothers or your sisters in Christ, bruv, you're now having to interact with all of their people. And nobody's going to say no one's going to Nobody is going to accuse you of saying, "Yeah, me, I'm going hunting for man." Mm. You get what I'm saying? But and there's some wife traits that are doing things ah, like that literally. that the brothers will eat up real quick. <laughs> because when they come to this surprise birthday and they see that the decor is wait, you cook this as well, so you arrange this, you invite everybody, you manage to surprise. Ding ding, we have winner. What? One hundred percent. And you know what? Even if none of the people there are the guys that say, "Yeah, there's a wife for me," I tell you what, there's a whole lot of character references. And it's in that a room. testimony. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the testimony goes far and wide. And just be willing to do that, and just keep going on that journey of serving, because in doing that, like, yeah, it just gives you opportunities to organically meet people, organically develop relationships. And eventually get married, have babies, and extend the kingdom of God on earth. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> on the end. Happy yeah. ever after. Um, thank you, sir. Mrs. K, what do I say? I think um, adding literature to everything, every point everyone said, as you were speaking, I was like, hey, Lord, what's left to say? Um, I think I would also encourage, if you are that way inclined, to use the social media platforms, the Christian dating sites. I know it's not for everybody, mm. but for some people, if you are more introverted, going to some of these gatherings, it be, is a bit outside of your comfort zone to the point where it's now like, it's very unnatural and it's not mm. working out. Mm. I don't think it's evil to have like an online presence. Instagram is even a dating site. People say it's not, but <laughs> let's be very honest. When I've spoken to a couple of my single brothers and being like, I know a sister, they're like, what's her Instagram? Mm. That is literally internet dating. So mm. it's the same as having a profile on a Christian dating site. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that means you're desperate because I've also heard the objection from yeah. single sisters to say, yeah, but that means like I'm desperate, like I, well, I can't find a man by myself. Mm. And it's not you can't find a man, but if you're not going out and you're not positioning yourself, you're always at home. Mm. There's nothing wrong with saying, okay, I'm going to position myself on this online platform. But I think yeah. when you position yourself, position yourself with prayer. Because it's not just being on the platform and just wishing or hoping for the best. I think it's the whole, Lord, I don't want to be going through guy after guy after guy. Yeah. So please, Lord, you know, even cover me under the shelter of your wings. <laughs> and you reveal me. Honestly, and you reveal me to the, the one who you feel like will be suitable for me. Mm. It doesn't have to be that's my husband, but yeah. even if it's just someone who I'm going to build a genuine friendship with and will mm. help me to deal with heart matters. Because mm-hmm. what I realise is when you get close to a, a guy, even if it doesn't lead to marriage, like this happened to me before I got married to Arnold, mm-hmm. your husband, I had somebody else I was speaking to on a friendship level, mm-hmm. but even in that friendship level, because it had an element of, oh, we both have interest towards one another, there were conversations that kind of came up that made me think, yeah, all right. It was Jesus. my John the Baptist. Literally, <laughs> prepared the way. Uh, <laughs> prepared the way. So by the time Arnold God came... bless you, brother. <laughs> by the time Arnold came, some of those conversations... 
were already um, dealt with. Dealt with. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't that. It I was the same thing for me. Yeah. yeah it was. It, yeah. it just. It just meant that I at least. We just be baptizing now, <laughs> entering people into the kingdom. <laughs> the kingdom of God is near. Exactly. Like, yeah. It meant I had already prayed about certain things. I'd already even had conversation with my sisters to be like, "Hey, God showed me um, this. What do you think?" They're like, "I've been waiting to talk to you about this Nash. <laughs> I didn't know where to start. So the theaters were here, and it just meant that I could grow. Yeah. So by the time I'm with Arnold, more emotional intelligence was there. Mm-hmm. And so I think don't be afraid to use your yeah, like online platforms and in positioning yourself. Please be as authentic as possible. Like we spoke about authentic circles, but mm. I think also be just authentic because what I also feel like it hurts my heart when I see sisters trying to be something they're not online. Yes, they feel like I've been too goody goody and the good girl vibe didn't work for me, so now I'm going to be bad and bougie. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, let's not go down that route because you're still called, you still have a call upon your life. And if again, you're trying to attract a godly man, bad and bougie is not going to help you. So yeah, yeah. it's just like, stay true to who you are and what is really in your heart. And God will meet you right where you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, as opposed to trying to be something you're not. So I think, yeah, man, be present. Yeah. And be 100% you. Yeah. I think just at that point that you made it, and I think it's really, really good because you have people as well who offline are not pretending to be bad and bougie, but are pretending to be good and proper. It's true. It's who they are. Yep. Yeah, I think whatever your position is, you be one hundred percent you your whole chest. to their team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't hide yourself. Don't yeah. pretend to be somebody you're not. Because, because some Christian the sisters they be acting like I'll be praying in the morning every day. It's don't like, lie, because you get found out. You and will. this is the point. You, like, you may attract certain guys with your pretense, yeah. but eventually he'll find out that you're not the person that he thought you were, whether that's in marriage or whether that's before. It's true. And it's gonna cause a whole lot more issues potentially down the Oh, he's not the right person. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking for a particular kind of woman (laughs) and you he thought you were it and you're not and then you'll get hurt again Mm. because it'll be like, but I try to be the good Christian sister. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, don't try and be the good Christian sister. Just remember, like, be confident enough to know that God made you in his image. You are a reflection of him and his heart. Mm. And so whether you're quirky and you're a bit weird and not everyone laughs at your jokes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, like there's that rock whatever it is, there will, there will be a there's a market for you. <laughs> and I think that's the most important. You want to match the right buyer with the right products. You, know I mean? you don't want to match the wrong buyer with the wrong product because all it leads to is people being dissatisfied with what they purchase. Yeah. So be one hundred percent you, flaws, warts and all, yeah. and just trust God that you will meet the buyer that says. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Yes. I like those warts. Yes. I like those mess ups. I like that quirky Because yes. yes. they exist. Yeah. There's quirky dudes too. Mm-hmm. And God has not run out of men. Come on. Come on. Just speak about it. Put it out there. He hasn't. I'm telling you. It, it reminds me of the Old Testament when who was it? I can't remember the prophet that was like, Oh, the, like, no, yeah, I'm the only prophet. I'm the only prophet in the name. It's come on, my brother. Come on, you really know. <laughs> so it's like, honestly, even just when you think you're the only one, God is definitely reserved. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. <laughs> thank you so much, guys, family. You came on. Thank you. Um, I really love this conversation. Thank you also to Princess K for being the star of the show once again. Oh, give us a so there we have it so i know we spoke about so much and there were so many nuggets and um even through the banter i'm I'm sure you'll be able to hear our heart on this topic you know we know that we can trust god with every area of our lives 
including the area of relationship and marriage and things like that so um if you found this podcast helpful i'd love to hear your thoughts i'd love to hear what you think um when i drop something on my instagram please do comment (laughs) princesses of course is here again um please do comment please do drop some of your ideas dm me email me at info at setapartstyle.co.uk if there's anything specific um, based on what we said that you'd like us to expand on you just let us know but i hope that you found this helpful and i'll catch you at my next episode bye